Hello and welcome to Regular Features, number 88, Two Fat Ladies. We've made it to the Two Fat Ladies episode. Hello, fat ladies. How's it going? You're not thinking of kissing each other, are you? Chabba-lubba-ding-dong. <laughs> mm. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, pressing them juicy rolls. It's a, it's a pleasure to behold. No, mm. Fat Ladies episode 69 was ages ago. Stop oh. doing that, Fat Ladies. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No. <laughs> what are those ducks doing there, you perverts? <laughs> Get out, both of you. You dirty. Let's speed on to episode oh. 89 instead of this filthy episode. That's like one of the Fat Ladies has lost a leg or her tummy's exploded from being so fat. I can't get the taste out of my brain. How is everyone doing? Good. Me? I've been fine. Well, I say good, actually, no. I've been incredibly stressed. I've just been moving a house across the world and... Not world, town. And I had a horrible time packing. Although I will tell you this smaller music anecdote... Uh, to do with my packing. Mm. Um, I thought it'd be a Is good idea. Is this a feature anecdote? No, it's, a, it's not a feature. It's oh. a pre-feature. It's a pre-feature anecdote. Because we need to know where the jingle goes. It's pre-feature, Steve. Okay. Don't panic. Have we got a pre-feature jingle? Yes, this is it. It's Matt's pre-feature. I know you're going to like it. I've done a jingle for it. It's not a very good one, but it'll just get used once to you to judge me. Do your own damn podcast. No, wait, I didn't mean it. Come back, please. I love you. There, that's better. Now, where were we? It's Matt's pre-feature. I know you're going to like it. And here it comes... Did you like that pre-feature jingle did the that the person who's editing the podcast had to write just to make this more make sense? <laughs> did it? Did the job for me? Ah, wonderful. Now it's time for the, my pre-feature feature. Um, the, the, something that happened while I was packing. While I was packing, I needed to obviously put all of my things into boxes, and there were lots of things I had that I thought, I don't want to carry this somewhere else just to get rid of it later. And one of the things I thought I needed to say goodbye to was all of my Guitar Hero and DJ Hero equipment. So I thought, well, I don't want to just chuck it in the bin because, you know, save the world, etc. Michael Jackson. So what I decided to do was find it home. So a, a well-known games journalist in the UK has a sister who works at Great Ormond Street Hospital. She's in charge of a ward. And so I got in touch with her by him and I went over with all this stuff. Four guitars, two DJ Hero controllers and all the games. And I lugged it over across town. But then when I got there, I was wheeling it through the ward and they were like, oh yeah, come in, come in, come in. Dressed as Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to say something, but I don't want that to be the end of your story. And I don't want to ruin your story by thinking that they're going to say that. But did they say... Oh, mate, come on, rock band's well out. <laughs> the no, fuck no. are you doing? No, no. I'll bring in DJ Hero, don't you, next? Well, everyone loves that. <laughs> well, I had DJ Hero 1 and 2 with the Renegade style decks. It was very nice. Very nice. <laughs> the Renegade decks. But no, I don't know. I've taken them over because of the fact they said, oh, they've, they've got a Guitar Hero controller on the ward, and apparently it's one of the favourite games with the teenage kids because they love the music games. Mm. So I thought, well, what are they going to like more than one Guitar Hero controller? Four. Seven. Like, and I thought... <laughs> And so, anyway, anyway, I thought they might have fun with it, whatever. But anyway, I got there, and they took me up, and then they took me through to the playroom. And um, the playroom was confusing me because, A, it didn't really appear to have any electronic equipment in it, and, B, there were only about two kids there, and they were very young. They were like toddlers, like really small kids, and it was a small room. And I just thought, all right, don't really see why they were so interested in guitar hero equipment, but... And then um, uh, this sister said to the, this other guy, I said, oh, this is Brian... Brian, this is Matt. He's here now. He's, um, our, he's our toddler guitar coordinator. And he said, he said, where's the, where's the, where are the rest of the kids? 
Um, and he was like, oh, they're, <laughs> they're all dead. We've had a terrible week for losing the kids at Great Ormond Street. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Plenty of beds to put these guitars in, though. Uh, <laughs> just tuck the guitars up in bed and then leave. You've got pyjamas. You can dress them up in little pyjamas as well, if you like. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, long story short, basically, she was like, oh, I'll go, I'll go and get the kids now. And I was like, well, no, you don't need to, you don't need to get all the kids out. It's fine. Um, and it was this thing of, there was this brief confusion and I'm very glad that I kind of spoke up and reiterated exactly why I was there because there had been a misunderstanding and they thought I was there to entertain the kids. Oh, my God. I thought, <laughs> they thought I was Peter Beardsley, the famous footballer, and I'd come to have a kick around. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that could have been incredibly awkward. Not only because I kind of thought in retrospect, with my mind being the way it is, if it got any further ahead and they had brought out all these kids and said, oh, this is Matt, he's here to... You'd have to just entertain them. Then I would have, I probably would have. Well, you, sa- been... you just sat there playing a plastic guitar that wasn't plugged into anything because they didn't have anything to plug it into. Yeah. Yes. And singing folk songs. And the problem is, that would have been the point at which somebody in the ward would have gone, this is a bit weird, and maybe realised to look into me a bit closer, realising I wasn't who I said I was and hadn't been CRB checked. And yet, basically, it could have ended in legal disaster. As it was, it didn't. It was just mildly amusing. He could be hiding any manner of sex toys in that hair of his. (laughs) Just lobbing them at our toddlers. To be fair, though, before I handed over this large bag, which was full of... of, uh, Guitar Hero stuff. I did check that I hadn't left any blades or or drugs or dildos in it. So I am actually quite responsible. Your house is a minefield of blades, drugs and dildos. (laughs) You know it. But not my new house. And that brings me on to my... Can I get a proper jingle now? Yes. (laughs) There. Is that jingle enough for you, Matt? That was perfect. Thanks, you dog. You jingle-hungry fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I love them. Uh, And now it's time for my proper feature, which is um, I've just moved house and I've moved in with my lovely girlfriend. And it's strange moving in with someone because I've never lived with someone before. Uh, Well, I have obviously been humans, but not, Mm. not in this capacity. And also I'm moving into a place that she's lived in for a while. So it's really quite embedded. And it's basically like I, I... I've been thinking of myself as being like the Borg in that I've turned up and now everything is just covered in wires. Um, but it's been... So she's been there for a long time. Yeah. You've, so basically you're a guest and you've got to everything you do. Yes. If you, if you try and move the milk around in the fridge, she'll be saying, that's not where we have the milk, yeah. man. That's, that's not the where thing, the milk lives. right? Yeah. That's the thing. And so I've realised that when you're living with someone, it is about compromise, right? And obviously when I'm faced with any form of compromise... Compromise... And farting under the covers. But as when I'm faced with any kind of compromise, the only real answer is war. Full-on war. (laughs) So I'm beginning a secret, silent, ongoing war with my girlfriend in which I will eventually take over every aspect of the house and her life. So anyway, yeah. Well, it's going to be really difficult because there's so many crazy things I've got to sort out. Are you going to start insidiously and so she doesn't even realise it's happening until it's too late to start? Absolutely, absolutely. And that's why I'm not recording these plans anywhere in public. So, first things first is that she's, I'm just going to talk you through some of the things that I, I've, got, I've gone through. And actually, I was late for the podcast today because I'm, I'm trying to get used to these new things. There are so many doors in the house and they all need to be locked. Mm. Not all of them, but most of them. It's just you two in there, right? Yes. Why do they all need to be locked? I think it's like slowing down, uh, slowing down criminals like in FTL when you use the security doors. <laughs> yeah, but what if they're chasing you through? Sorry, Steve, you carry yeah, on. Yeah, no, I was going to say exactly what you are going to say. What if... You need to get through the doors as quickly as the intruders do. Well, I don't lock them as I move around the house, like some sort of crazy uh, um, Jonathan Creek mystery. <laughs> um, I, I just, when I leave the house, 
I lock the doors so that if somebody breaks into the flat, it minimizes how many things that they'll steal. Not all of the doors, but two of them. But the problem is, I'm like one of those people who's incredibly bad at leaving the house. And so I kept locking the door and then realizing I left something in the room that I needed to get. So mm. it was like a really shit um, slapstick sketch where I had to unlock and lock a door about six times. We're talking old school black and white slapstick yeah. here. Like, this is like... It really wasn't funny. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and the sketches went on for about eight minutes longer than they should have done. So that's something I'm, I'm going to concede. I'm never going to win that battle. One small battle, though is uh, I've installed my own router to the house. Can I get a little... Yeah? You've installed a router? Yep. Belkin? Belkin? I don't know, I've never... I hardly knew her. She was by the time I finished with her, yes. (laughs) Oh, well. See, she didn't want to change. This might seem crazy, but she had a BT Home Hub, right? But they are a router, aren't they? No, well, they are, but they're crap. They're really crap. Get a lot of packet loss, a lot of drops. Not sexy. Ooh. It sounds sexy, doesn't it? But it's not. But your your girlfriend loves that though. Packet loss. Oh yeah, and she likes drops, dropping packets yeah. in her dropping protocol arse. Like it's <laughs> hot. But she didn't want to change the um, and this is the sort of thing I think this is a modern couple fight. She didn't want to change the uh, wireless password on the router. Um, who do you think you are, marching into someone else's house yeah, and changing but, their fucking Wi-Fi password? But Steve, she's got one of those Wi-Fi passwords that's just eight random numbers and letters that whenever people come to your house and say, what's the Wi-Fi password? You go, um, I don't know. A5CD6063F7. Fuck off, Steve, M-Y-S-Y-K-B-N-G. You're joking. No, it's my side. Kabung. <laughs> oh, well, that's, see, that's, that's technically rememberable. A5 is the size of paper. Six... Uh, was that a five CD, which is a CD, six A six, a five CD, a my favourite band. Yeah, <laughs> and three F seven is just three digits and letters you have to remember. But, uh, <laughs> I, why can't you just choose something that's like really easy to remember, like something you can just anyone can remember? Because then hackers will get you. But hackers won't get you. Why would anyone hack your really really close hackers will get you? <laughs> that's it. It's the idea hackers that somebody on the roof. will be in your garden and specifically like as if you've got a magical internet connection. I've got to get a piece of that one. Well, that's how they get the child porn, isn't it? Well, I haven't got any child porn, so they no, can they go on no, your internet and download they'll be, they'll it. They'll be flying through your router. Yeah. Well, if you see kiddie porn flicking over your TV screen. That's like what's happening. Poltergeist. Yeah, like, like, I was going to say, like a sexy form of poltergeist. No, 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 no John, no, no. <laughs> no, John, no. Well, I, so, all right, so apparently I'm a bad man for that. This may be a continuing yeah, theme. True. Yeah, you're, you might as well have a blind girlfriend and just go in there and move all her furniture. But, yeah, I mean, that, I'd probably do that as well. Um, Stop blind furniture. Yeah, that's it's okay. She will be by the time she's finished with her. Yeah, that's that Belkin joke there again. But no, I, I do good stuff. Like I, I have to, I'm getting into a series of habits now. I have to make the bed every morning and do all these things, and I have to clean up after myself, which is difficult because I'm not good at that. But you know, it is there are there are some points of contention that have already had to be brought up. I mean, I did have to mention the fact that in the kitchen, the kitchen is almost entirely set up to be convenient from the perspective exclusively of baking. So you've got very easy access to. Flour, cupcake They're materials, just an open mixing sort of dustbin full of flour. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty much. But then you actually go into the cupboards, right? And like you have to sort of do this yoga style reach to the back of the cupboard to get frying pans out. So frying pans are like in the hardest to reach place. Right. And I like frying things, you know? Mm. I fry things almost every day. Mm. Very unhealthy. How frequently does she bake? Well, that's the thing. It's like I kind of had to say it and I didn't go as far as saying, listen, 
you got into it for you downloaded a couple of recipes yes. and you've not fucking baked for months. Yes. It's time to rearrange the kitchen. That's what I'm thinking. I basically sort of said I said I said, Well, you know, it seems like Oh, uh, you know, I saw a joke there. It seems like it's kind of this kitchen's quite set up for baking mm. and and very You've got little else. Ready access to the bake hole. But that's a long that's a long game. You know, I'm not I'm not in any way going to suggest that we rearrange that. That's that's completely up to her. I'm just going to sow that seed. Just if the if fine... it comes to it, I might say, listen, you start baking, or or we start remaking. No, it doesn't work. Yeah, it's got a rhyme. Otherwise, yeah, it might sound I know, aggressive. That's, that's the problem. Yeah. I need a. And it's a sassy rhyme. If I can't be frying, you bitch be dying. <laughs> oh good. no, that's quite aggressive. Sorry. It is quite, <laughs> unfortunately, despite the rhyme, yeah. it's still quite aggressive. Sometimes death threats do make even a rhyming couplet sound aggressive. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. I think a lot of rappers have that problem, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't mean to come across how they do, but it's, they it, be. It's just, <laughs> it's just how, how it happens. <laughs> So yeah, it's quite difficult. I think I am just going to have to just just destroy everything. Really, it's it's very attractive, but uh, it's difficult. You know, it's it's an ongoing war. It's difficult. Is it a war that you've formally declared yet? No, no, it can never be declared publicly. You've been living there a day, a day, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one day, and already, Steve. You know, I just understand. I watch. I've been watching a lot of Game of Thrones. I understand the realities of these things. You have to be ruthless and brutal at every stage. Trust no one. I mean, it took me five minutes to find my belt, just even just because... Just because just you wanted to whip her with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's <laughs> not what he said. Stop imitating my voice. <laughs> I just, she put them all in a nice little drawer. It's terrible. It's a nightmare. Jesus, belts don't go in drawers. Know, right? They stay on the trousers. On the trousers. On the floor with the rest of the trousers. No, I think those days are over. I'm not going to lie, it's actually pretty wonderful, but we do need to get rid of the baking stuff or at least put it in the back of the cupboard. You don't know if it's wonderful yet. You've been there one day and you've you've already left to do a podcast on the first evening because you couldn't stand it anymore. (laughs) It's because I was on my own. She's not really ever there, which means I get a lot of space to myself and get a kitchen to myself. That's the thing. All I need to do to win this war, right? I've already changed the Wi-Fi password. That's one. That's well, one you've power. locked her out of the internet, so isolating her from her support she networks. <laughs> what, what's the end game again? What's this, the win conditions of this war? I've got really to thought, have a win condition. I haven't really thought it through. She it's just very difficult. Smiling. It's like an ongoing war between style and and substance, and the fact that I like things. I like things looking nice and neat, but also I like things to be like really functional. And because I'm I'm in a, I feel like I've. I've hopped onto a Rubik's Cube that's already been finished and I don't think it's right. Have you declared war on the gnawing sense of a lack of control that exists inside yourself? I think so, yeah. (laughs) I think really the root of this is that actually everything's fine. She's doing lots of lovely things like helping me organise my life but I suddenly feel terrified that my life has slipped away from me. Okay. Hello. Hi. Hey. hey. Is this thing on? Hey, Steve. This is. What's, uh, hey, everyone. Hey. How do I? Uh, uh, now it's, now now it's time, time for Steve's, Steve's regular, regular feature. feature. Steve's gonna cast a spell on you, and now you're mine. mine? Oh, <laughs> it's no, a song, it's just, Stephen. Steve's gonna cast a spell on you. I don't think the, the lyrics of that song go. I cast a spell on you, and now you're mine. <laughs> no, it's because you're mine. But even that's getting cause and effect mixed up, isn't it? That's a, it's a terrible lyric. Yeah. I, yeah. I hope your what kind of your spell is better thought out than that fucking song. <laughs> I um, was reminded of a man I went to school with. 
uh, because he uh, randomly popped up as one of the regular features readers, which means he might be listening to this. Oh, hello. <laughs> Are you all right? But let me tell you about this guy. He was a very interesting man, probably still is a very interesting man. But uh, in school, are we about to lose him as a reader? <laughs> you might lose him as a reader. He was a witch. He was a Wiccan witch oh. man. And he uh, practiced magic with a K. Um, yeah, that, that's how you C know in a K? Or? Yeah, CK. Because yeah. um, I think just with a plain K, it's very 90s and dated. He vowed never to use his powers to harm his friends until one day. <gasps> You've really... Oh, sorry, yeah. I mean, he took himself seriously. I accidentally kicked a football into his face, and in a blind, wicked rage, he cast an impotent hex on me. What and were his actions during this hex? Did he just hiss and go, You got no dick, bitch! <laughs> you ain't gonna spunk no more! <laughs> it was scowling and hunched and uh, very defensive and muttering in an arcane language. I bet he was imagining the... The nerves travelling through his bones, alive with electricity during this time, as he summoned the power from his essence. Like the ghost from Star Wars. Yeah, or... I feel like this is the backstory to how Super Steve got his gay power. I was, in a roundabout way, if, if impotence is defined by not being able to have children, I'm not or, about <laughs> to spawn any offspring. Yeah, I mean, that's how... an ardent like... desire to sling your spunk where wombs aren't. <laughs> <laughs> That's how, I mean, that's how, like, uh, curses and wishes tend to work in, yeah. like, Hollywood or narrative things. It's always like, oh, but it's fine because I haven't been cursed. And it's like, oh, but you have, but yeah. in a way that you weren't quite expecting. Well, it's the Macbeth thing, isn't yeah. it? You can't be killed yeah. by man of woman born. Yes. But he wasn't born because he didn't come out with Fanny. He's yeah, a yeah, yeah. So, well, still fucking counts, mm, well, It doesn't it? work, Shakey. <laughs> Shaky. Well, it's like, I just want to be happy so that he makes you uh, a medical simpleton. And you go, you sit there going, <laughs> yeah, that would be awful. Fucking witches and genies. They're all the same, aren't they? Shitholes. <laughs> Fucking misinterpreting. Careful, willfully guys. misinterpreting well, your well, wishes. Well, yeah, guess. You don't know who's listening. All right? <laughs> don't want, don't want I'm gonna, to. Yeah. I'm going to smack down. If you are a witch or a genie listening, I dare you. No, I don't, don't do it. Don't, don't, <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. I'm I've had really some. Much. I've had some real trouble with ghosts. Candyman, candy Candyman, Candyman, no, Candyman, no, no, Candyman. No, 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 Jesus, log. Christ, you can't. Just... God, where's your sense of superstition? <laughs> so I think it's long overdue that I reverse this hex upon myself and practice some wicked magic myself. And okay. I've repeated the word myself. You're gonna start chuffing it up, ladies' bits, in about ten minutes, then. No, well, well you might. maybe I want to chop it up a surrogate no, mum and no. have a lovely baby. Oh, no, that's what's going to happen is he's going to do it. I'm going to grow a pair of boobs and a lovely fanny and, <laughs> and we're going to get married and I'm going to spit sure. out babies all over the place. <laughs> no. Sorry, Steve, you cast a spell, you have to live with the consequences. <laughs> that is one of the things that Robin Williams does in Aladdin. Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> That was really wrong. It's something of a motif throughout his all, all of Robin Williams's work. I was a bit gutted they cut it out of Mrs. Doubtfire in the original well, edit, but she was frigging off with a wooden spoon. Yeah, but it didn't make much sense in the context of the plot. To be fair, so I started researching uh, 
with some spells. You can go on the internet, put in Wiccan spells, and you'll find uh, repositories. Of, uh, oh, of yes, there's the spell <laughs> wikis as well, isn't there? There's a wiki, 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 Is there a wiki, wiki, wild, wild west? Because if that joke hasn't been carried to fruition, <laughs> well, it needs to be. <laughs> well, the wild, wild west wiki. It's called wiki, wiki, wild, wild west. Yeah. That is perfect. <laughs> so perfect. We have to say it out loud to completion over and over again. Wiccan cleansing ritual. This is the basic one. This is just will delete all negative buffs. This will basically debuff you well, or wonder, unbuff you. If if there is that spell, it's, you'd wonder why anyone bothers casting any other spells. Exactly. So easily <laughs> negated. Is there a spell you can cast on people that's effectively like a silence that stops them from casting spells? Probably is. Because then that, that would be like, ah, you'd have to quickly get rid of it before someone silenced you. I haven't browsed. Oh, well, you'd have to learn their sort of animation before they cast that spell so you could interrupt it with maybe okay. Psychic Scream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you could use uh, like a blunt weapon to maybe have a, a stun attack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stun for, for two a football seconds. to the face. Yeah. Ah. You should have hit him with a football while he was casting well, it again. Yeah. No, so he just grabbed the ball and fucked it at his face again. Before he could finish just repeat it volley like you're in a FIFA advert. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the Wiccan spells are ba- like broken down into categories like banishing spells, beauty spells, money spells, love spells, uh, psychic spells. I would say they're all psychic spells, but that's just me. <laughs> what beauty spells are there? Uh, beauty spells, I was looking at beauty spells earlier. It's basically uh, little ripped abs. <laughs> <laughs> you can choose between having ripped abs or uh, rip- rippling pecs. Oh, God, that's a specialization that you'd, 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 you'd want to be able to respect later in case. <laughs> Rippling peck sounds like something you might get after an accident in a wormhole. Like, <laughs> look, look at them, please. They're terrifying. There's something living underneath there, yeah. sir. Oh, God. Every day, this is according to the uh, wickenspells.info <laughs> info domain, which is great. Every day, our energy fields are being interfered with by people, events, and even our own thoughts. Negative energy can attach to us and block our flow, which can bring us down, cause irritation, and drain our vitality. It's important to keep ourselves in check to make sure we're not being too affected by this. Eating well, exercising, spending time in nature, and meditating are all good ways to restore energy flow and stay balanced. But sometimes we need a little extra help. <laughs> oh. I was going to say, I was about to say before any of that, I was like, yeah, well, maybe instead of casting Wicker Magic, you could just like eat better and get some exercise. <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's a good start, Matt. But it's, uh, uh, not going to finish it off. So th- maybe, maybe on top of that, you need a little bit of a placebo effect, though. <laughs> maybe yeah, that's yeah. Well, it's proven to work. So the things that you need for cleansing. Uh, ritual oh. baby wipes <laughs> baby wipes <laughs> a straw <laughs> um, you need air fire earth and water in oh the just the four elements just, yeah just the entirety of all creation <laughs> easy but it says you can just skip you can skip all of this stuff about drawing a circle with this stuff if you don't have that's just made form. up shit <laughs> just skip to like step well, what's the two. point you get a power buff if you do it or something i don't know i think you just feel a bit better about it it's basically a mantra that you say i'm going to say it now just so i can get rid of my hex and move the feature on to the next part which is any energy that no longer serves me please leave now Thank you for your presence. Now I am sending you home. Any malevolent presence in you would laugh at that. <laughs> you, like, you, you said please for starters. They don't like that, do they? Yeah. And then if you said, and then you, the fact you said thanks for your presence, they're like, what? 
Thanks for cursing me for all these years, but you can leave now, actually. I've made you dick a bumhole. (laughs) We're in it. I'm I'm here for the duration, Steve. (laughs) It is like kicking someone out at the end of the night, out of a party when they won't leave. It's like, thank you for coming to the party. (laughs) Now I'm sending you home. Yeah, it's It's been really good to see you, but I think it is time for you to leave now. I was looking at more... (laughs) More spells, and this is a spell I was going to cast. Um, it's whoa, the Wicked. Whoa, whoa. You, 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 we've just discussed about how dangerous this stuff is, and it's taken you most of your life to, to find the knowledge you need to, to remove erase. a curse. Yeah, and now you're ready to cast a spell. Well, I feel liberated, I feel alive. It's like this season way. six oh. of Buffy all over again, <laughs> it's going mad. Yeah. But this, <laughs> the spell I'm going to do is a spell for rekindling a lost friendship. All right, that's all right. I was going to cast it on Gav because me and Gav are going on a holiday together, and I thought we'd better rekindle that so we have a really fun time. Well, have you and Gav been drifting apart? Well, I just want to like bolster it a bit. I've been drifting apart from Gav. He keeps fucking talking over me and my features. There you go. Yeah. Well, I'm going to rekindle my friendship with both of you instead. Hey. Hey. Now it says here. Oh, hang on. I've got, I've got a candle. Oh, I've got oh, something that I've might be stuff. useful. Can we do a, a, a spell where we, we all rekindle our friendships with each other? And it, I've got an item that might act as a sort yeah. of buff. Get it out. Uh, I've got. I could just grab a handful of pubes out of my trousers. Do that. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. I mean, uh, we're all going to do personal items. Um, is it okay to light a candle in here? It's not going to set off the fire alarm, is it? No, it should be fine. It's just a little candle, isn't it? Candle. No, we don't want it to happen. It's just a tiny candle log. It's a fire. Mm. <laughs> Candles are tiny fires. Of flames. No, they're not fires. Oh, God, what is Don't it? Don't you is, want is, is to rekindle like... this friendship, Log? Oh, Log, you can't have the, the special gift unless we light the candle. As the only one working here in this building... <laughs> not for long. I'd say that the fire is symbolic of the fire that's inside all of our hearts. <laughs> okay, that's fine, I won't light the fire. Well, that's... you can still you can I'm still so... have the present, because I, I found this when I was tidying my room and realised I was supposed to give it to you ages ago. A Kinder Surprise? Yeah, it's a surprise from inside a Kinder Surprise. Steve, hold your feature. I've got a Kinder Egg right here, <laughs> and, and I don't know what it is yet. It's a three-piece thing. One of them appears to be an arse. <gasps> I know what it is. It's a sully. It. It's a sully. I've got me a Toys, Inc., Monsters. Bugs Life, <laughs> Sully. You flippantly said that you wanted it when I was talking about it in a G chat months and months and months ago. You probably oh. didn't even really mean it, but I kept it anyway. He's going right down my pants. <laughs> He's there for the rest of the podcast. That's, I can feel the friendship the power. between you two yeah. strengthening, electrifying, even without the magic. But I suppose let's do the magic anyway. Um, so, what I need, what we need. Five red rose petals, five white rose petals, some sea salt, a paper and pen. Now, I don't have any roses. <laughs> so I looked at my fridge <laughs> and I found instead of a red rose petals, yeah, I've got a cherry tomato, <laughs> ooh, which is red. <laughs> I'm glad you pointed that out. And for the readers, I've got a slice of cheese. Which is kind of white. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. This is crazy. But earlier today, the one thing that hadn't been sold when the canteen closed was a cheese and tomato toasty. Oh, Look, my it's already God. I, I feel like I've already consumed this spell. 
because I like I did that because I'm a greedy pig. I'll eat anything when it's <laughs> if it's left out and free. It's in my mouth. I'm sorry. Can I just say for the readers at home as well? It's quite a decent quality cheese slice. It's clearly real cheddar rather than one of those craft cheese slices, oh, yeah, which are absolutely. basically inedible outside of burgers. Uh, logs. That's fine. You log. You are allowed to eat the cheese. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was already. He was already <laughs> quite a way into that. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Thanks for that. Post fact <laughs> <laughs> permission there, Steve. <laughs> Uh, we need some sea salt, so I've got some table salt here from Tesco. Sweet, put that on the, make it a lovely little. I just really want some of that salty cheese now. <laughs> it's really nice. I kind of feel like as as recipes go, it doesn't look terribly good for you. Hold on, I'm just getting a pen. Okay, paper and pen. Put some butter on it as well and grill it. So we need to, <laughs> I'm going to write write down our names on this piece of paper. Um, my name. My full name I need to put down, Stephen Hogarty. Oh, good. do you need full names? Yes. What, all of them? Just Matthew. Oh, I'm, I'm Matthias Lysium. Lees. Don't give a fake name, otherwise the All right, ghost I'm just Matthew Lees. I was just trying to be cool. Jonathan. Jonathan Napalm Swank Blythe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all in there. Now, what are we doing? You made me do uh, an odd laugh. Okay, salt <laughs> and rose petals are on the table. Take right. a deep breath. Think of a pleasurable memory the three of us have, have shared together. I was already thinking about wanking before you said the three of us. <laughs> I was, I was think, thinking about Sully going into my dick. <laughs> can, we, can we try again? Okay. okay. In Berlin. We had a lot yeah, of time I was, that's what I've got to Berlin now. I'm not having Berlin. a wank. Hold it in your mind, alive and full. And we point all your wanked in Berlin. Index finger. To the paper. Oh, shit. Sorry. Let me get this paper. So, do I still have to hold my breath? Yeah, you can let go of your breath. And everyone <laughs> has to point at the paper and say, repeat after... No, it'd be boring if we repeat it. Feel the joyful energy of the memory spilling onto the paper through your finger. As I repeat, I call upon thee, O Dominio, angel of friendship. I ask you humbly to let us meet again. Guide friend's name back to me. Rekindle our friendship for the highest good. So mote it be. So mote it be. So mote it be. Now we fold the paper up. That's a lot of stages, isn't there? It's very yeah. complicated. It's a good job you've got the instruction manual. And bury it at the foot of an old tree. Oh, fuck this spell. Oh, fuck it. We're you are a, a, yeah. a cunt for bringing this up, Steve. This is a terrible feature and you're an arsehole. Get out of my life. <laughs> Let's just hope that we'll be friends naturally, I suppose. Yeah. As far as I remember, isn't one of the tenets of Wicca, if you do something really naughty, then the the effects of it will return on you three or ninefold. Yes. The boomerang bollocks, it's So called. he's, like, super impotent. Yeah, he, well, Sorry, he's had, he'll I need, don't know, minus, a factor of minus three less babies than you've had. <laughs> Every time he has sex with a woman, a baby dies. Oh, man. Somewhere else. A baby walks into the room and then dies. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real mood kill. <laughs> a baby flies into the window. <laughs> and breaks his baby neck. <laughs> oh, God. Oh god! So that's two features in which we brought up children dying: Ormond Street, ward, entire ward death. And <laughs> should we go three for three? Oh, somebody tell me where my features gone? My regular feature. My feature is my perfect pub, and it's based on the fact that I am soon leaving this town, leaving you. Sorry, Steve, 
that spell did not work. I'm leaving. Wow. <laughs> oh, it's backfired. It was mainly because of that spell. <laughs> like, yeah, I've, um, I've handed in my notice. I'm leaving the games industry and I'm going to run a fucking pub in Nottingham. And I have you been to any pubs recently? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Some of them are all right. A lot of them are full of cunts and shit. Mm. I'm just trying to work out what it is that I like about pubs and what it is that I want to do in my pub that will make it better. First thing, I want it to be full of loads of gay men. Steve, I know you'll be with me on this one. I know that you think that when you, when you go into an area and it's jam-packed full of gay men and sort of like you don't know what you don't you're quite disorientated because it's very busy and hungry and then one of them lands in your mouth and then you just slump to the floor and there's just thighs everywhere yes that's my idea of a nice pub and I'm it's a good quiet night out good i time. find well yeah that's it it's like if sometimes it's just monday or tuesday yeah, you, you don't, don't want to get you don't yeah. want to get too drunk so just focus on the thighs and dicks flying yeah. into your mouth yeah. <laughs> you don't get a hangover from them i find no you, you... <laughs> You get flu-like symptoms, um, but they but they go away <laughs> after a few days, and then, then then I don't know what the diagnosis is after that. You'll have to you'll have to ask a doctor, not me. <laughs> after that, I want craft beers because mm. I had a craft beer recently that had the this was the label that was on it, and I've got it. This you've got to admit, this is the most charming label you've ever read. Lager was first brewed by Amazonian tribes 201 years ago. Oh, that's comically specific. <laughs> Before lager, everyone drank a tea made from tea sap, flowers, and dried spices, which was disgusting. Lager changed the world and no one has drunk the horrible tea since. I love lager, said the queen. That's Fuck fucking off. That is all craft beer. That right. is Camden Hell's lager, and those oh. pricks can fuck it right up their own tiddly pops. I like Camden Hell's lager as well. It's not I a bad luck. You, you can't drink shit that tries to be no, that with you. I mean, that's not even funny. It's trying to be funny, but it's not funny. But, yeah, I just want to. It's like one of those fake history things that just isn't funny. It's just like you spotted the first thing. Well, it was the second thing that wasn't funny. They tried to be very specific with 201 years. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and it's real science. Before that, Amazonian tribes. Is that your foot? It's just the first tribe you gambit, think of. Right? That's yeah. your gambit. Think of the second tribe. I yeah. mean, like, yeah, yeah the, the Navajo. An ancient tribe from yeah. Basingstoke. Come on, like, think about it. Do that, something stupid. A try hard whimsy on a beer label reminds me of some try hard. Uh, personality on a packet of Warburton's yeah. bread. Oh, it's a fucking like, innocent smoothie. Innocent so. smoothie started this whole thing off. Yeah, they did. This... I remember. And it was kind of like, oh, that's different. And then they took it too far and then everyone else started jumping on the boat and it's like, you've got to get off the boat. Everyone's drowning. I'm drowning. Oh, fuck you. And then I drowned. But um, I hate it now. But weirdly, I was saying... I was, I t- when it first started with Innocent, it, it seemed charming. It was mm. like, oh. Yeah, uh, it was different. It was like, no it one was done it in before. in first person from the perspective of a smoothie. Uh, that, was, that was refreshing and to me. At that point, they weren't owned by Coca-Cola, which put a different slant on it. Um, but yeah, no, I, I hate it. I hate when packaging or objects talk to you like it, you're like they're a person. Mind you, I was, I was saying earlier, I find it really endearing when electronic devices say goodbye when you switch them off. But that's just because there's something about an LCD screen going goodbye that's uh, vaguely hopeless and being and like, kind of like, please don't forget about oh, me. Yeah. I like it when cars, when you unlock a car, 
and it goes beep, beep, and it's like hello oh hello. thank god you're back yeah. they do train they do train cars to act like dogs <laughs> <laughs> this might be something I mentioned before and it might be a dull anecdote but you know the door, the noise that cars doors make is not real like you know when it goes chunk and makes locking noise that's a little speaker in the car door because basically the noise it actually makes to just move a bolt to close the door doesn't make a noise it just goes it just moves a bolt but that if it didn't make a noise, people wouldn't feel safe. So they make them play this really kind of chunky, satisfying locking noise. It sounds metallic. Just so you go, yeah, that's locked. I want it to be my own, or my own voice or someone I love saying, security enabled. Yeah. Or, yeah. Fucking lock, well locked. Lo- yeah, locked as fuck, matey. <laughs> go about your business. <laughs> Have a nice day. I got this one covered. Sorry, Steve's got Warburton's. <laughs> of course, there's the thing on the Warburton. Oh, this is the thing I saw on the Warburton. bread. Warburton. This is a, this is a, a, a message from Jonathan Warburton himself on his uh, on his seeded batch, and he says, oh, "Yeah, can you believe it? My wife bought a competitor's loaf, so to avoid this calamity happening again, we developed this great tasting seeded batch, which she now claims is her idea." I'm not surprised. His what? Piece. I'm not surprised. It makes no sense. Uh, yeah. For a start. Yeah. How is the seeded batch an answer to her buying someone else's loaf? Unless she really wanted seed... Like, yeah, it's- tell us that she was after a seeded batch. That's why you made your own one. That's information that's missing. And also, yeah. like, Warburton's bread is shit. If your wife is buying... You're probably buying someone else's bread. Come on, she's probably fucking someone else as well. Like, Jesus, like... <laughs> and aren't Warburton's, like, Pro Clause 28 and shit like that as well? Yeah, in my head. I don't know. It's probably like Domino's being KKK. It's probably just one of those things that I heard and decided to (laughs) mention on a podcast. (laughs) It's real. I heard it. You use special chemicals that makes the bread especially soft. And I like that. Mm. So I will eat. I'm thinking about getting into baking bread. This might just be me giving up already. You know, anyway, carry on. Another thing that Pub has got to get right is the toilets. And I want those, you know, those machines that sort of like, Squeak out a little you know, every now and then. They just go, yeah, and yeah. squirt out some. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, I want hundreds of those in one room, so there's always one or two going off at the same time, oh, like a mechanical organ squirting an overpowering oily stench into the room. Willy Wonka toilet room, and all each one making a different kind of sort of like grunting noise, like. Ugh. Maybe if we could all make grunting noises at the minute, we. <laughs> 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 And it would smell lovely. <laughs> it the overpowering smell of Erwick. And it would smell so lovely that I would hang around in the single cubicle and when anyone tried to come in, I'd wag my finger at them saying, why don't you like the smell? Why, do you, why would you shit in this glorious <laughs> cavalcade of perfume? <laughs> what is wrong with you? And you the, could shit and you would smell, you wouldn't, the smell would be overpowered by the perfume immediately. So. Well, okay, well I'd say, well you can have a shit then, but I'm going to watch and make sure you don't Smear it on the walls. Don't. Or poke it into one of the machines. Yeah. All right, do it in my hands and I'll make sure it gets flushed straight away. <laughs> Are you not tempted to do some sort of like, because you're so obsessed with shitting, to just install some sort of secret array of cameras and microphones and start doing some anthrop- anthrop- anthropological... Anthropological. Right. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... thing is, I don't think of myself as obsessed with shitting. I just... It's just a topic of conversation that comes so readily to my mind that it's easy to, I don't know, pigeonhole me as a man. <laughs> Just because I talk about it all the well, time. I guess actually, and I find it hilarious. You find, you find yourself shitting hilarious. I don't think you've ever actually really shown any, expressed any interest in other people shitting, actually. Yes, if someone, if I was lying on my back, bound to a table, and someone shit into my mouth. You gag. 
I'd, I'd, ha- I'd have pause. <laughs> you shrugged as to go. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't be up for it. I'm not. I'm not going to say. I'd wolf it down <laughs> with the hunger of a man possessed. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like that. No, but yeah. having a poo is hilarious. It's and everyone, leveler. yeah, from the mighty older. kings to the slaves. In fact, it's so common. You'd almost wonder why I do find it funny. <laughs> Perhaps it's because. I've never seen you poo. Perhaps <laughs> the only way out of this is for you two to just do, poo. Have, do, have, do a, a poo. poo. Do a poo. Do, do a poo. Do a poo. Come on, everyone, do join in at home. Do, do a poo. Do a poo. Do a poo. Do a poo in the big brown loo. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, um, I also want to have a personality behind the bar because, like, there's nothing worse than going into a pub and uh, the barman's there going, uh, uh, yeah. Get, um, get Alan Carr. Get him. Yeah, he's good. Bar. He's good. He does that shrug thing, doesn't he? Yeah. People are going to say, oh, have you got any of this? And he'd be like, and he's, oh, that's well, me shrugging. The might down the road. Get it yourself. Bring it here. I'll see if I care. No, I'm oh, getting mixed up. I'm thinking of Alan, uh, what's he called? Not, I'm thinking of the other car. No, Jimmy get, Carr. I'm thinking of Jimmy Carr with his shrug. Oh, right. No, don't get him. He's awful. He's also got his laugh. <laughs> yeah, no, please, please don't hire Jimmy Carr. Oh my god! I won't god. come to your pub. Well, okay. Well, it's not going to be a gay bar, but that doesn't mean I can't be sort of fucking oppressively cow. It's not going to be a gay bar. Well, we're at step one of your pub, perfect pub. That's principles. Re- I've got to work towards that, okay. and I think the first step in that is make sure that I make broadcast the fact that it's gay friendly by being oppressively camp, right? Which means getting a few sort of catchphrases. Like, if someone says, can I have a pint of Stella, please? I'll go, oh, I'll give you a pint of something if you're not careful. Ah, oh, you mean good, spunk. spunk or piss. Yeah. yeah. Don't know what. Oh, I think there's something wrong with the pipes. Well, not, maybe I need oh, to get my hands on them. Got to clean the pipes. Yeah. 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 Just mind coming behind the bar for a second. Yeah, yeah. And they say, oh. Got to clean the pipes, but I don't finish at 11. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the only thing dripping into a trough round here. No, <laughs> no, nice. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice. Yeah. Naughty. Yeah, it's oh. good. It's like a penis. Is that too much head for you? Oh, hang on. Not enough head for you. Let me know if you want more head. You want more head. Yeah, yeah. If you've got too much head, it's like just blow it off and I'll top you up. Yeah. Nice. I've got a knife. (laughs) I'm asking the customer to blow the head off their beer. (laughs) It doesn't matter. It works as a double entendre, so I'm saying it. (laughs) (laughs) You've got it all mapped out. Yeah. Well, that's it anymore. Oh, and the kitchen's closed, but you can have a nibble on Helen's crusty baps if you like. That's, That's one for the straight lovely. lads. Yeah, nice. You've Just got because to, you've, yeah. got to, you've got to be you've got inclusive. To, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's for twenty first century, isn't it? You've you've got to. It's ridiculous. You've got to have like ramps for straight people. It's yeah, they, just, they need to. Get, apparently, straight people are meant to be allowed into every room of the I pub, know, right? So even if you're not really a, a straight pub, you've got to like just set it up in case people like me yeah, happen I, to wander in. in. And I said, I want to go upstairs. I'll take you a piggyback. I know. Yeah. It's ridiculous, isn't it? You find some pubs with locked doors around London, and just mobs of straight people lazily banging on them, trying Got to get in. Banging with their foreheads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the lack of access just enrages them on a primal level. Mm, we're not good with stairs, it's true. <laughs> you have to walk into every room that there is. <laughs> and um, I didn't quite finish this. So I've got, if you can read that... Five, decorate the place and the word dogs written underneath. So yeah, oh, I think it's... Expect dogs. Nice. <laughs> Sounds like it's going to be great. I gave you a 
a dog Christmas present? That picture is fucking going up. Steve gave me a lenticular picture of a dog that transforms from two Labrador puppies with a piano. Mm-hmm. A, tiny a tiny piano. piano. Yeah. <laughs> Which even if, if, if the piano was normal size, it would make them giant dogs. Like, the piano is too small even for them. It's not a dog-sized piano. No, no, no. It's a mouse-sized piano in a dog's world. <laughs> That's the most complicated top tip for Viz ever. A mouse-sized piano in a dog's world makes a perfect grand piano in a cat's world. <laughs> I discovered that one of the few things that Southwark Council Council won't take from your house, they won't take like anything that's clearly very dangerous or clearly very difficult, that pianos, it's just hilarious. They've got this list of things they won't take. No, I won't take this. No, I won't take industrial waste. No, I won't take anything radioactive. won't take pianos. <laughs> And well, I love the idea of being like, oh, what the fuck am I going to do with all these pianos? Yeah. It was just like in the 70s, it was quite, was it usual for houses to have a piano in them? Maybe. I mean, because my grandmother's house had one in. My friend's flat had one in, and then they moved flat, and then the, when they moved into, also had a piano. I've never had a piano anywhere I've lived. I think they're fading all out. They're jangly bastards, let's be honest. I mean, what's the point? Jangly bastards. <laughs> <laughs> What, 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 I don't know what the word jangly means in this context. Well, this is part of jingle jangle, oh. I suppose. Just <laughs> the jingle jangle of, of the ivory keys. That sounds more is like that the, something um, people say. I if someone wearing know. a lot of bracelets plays the piano, that would be jingly jangly. Yeah, you jangly bastards. Pianos are plinky plonky. No, plonky bastards. But jangly bastards is good. I'll keep that. I'll retract that. I'm going to fish it back in <laughs> and put it in the box for another day. Oh, I can't wait. Features, regular 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 regular features, regular features, regular features, regular features, regular features, regular features, yeah, that's one thing. I am going to stay doing the podcast, no matter how much it inconveniences me and how much I grow to resent it. <laughs> yes. And that's a promise. No, that's... Oh, God, we didn't mention that, of course. People are going to be panicking otherwise, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. They'll be tearing their shirts off. They and will. Like, what? My favourite member of regular features? <laughs> He's the glue that ties the world together. He's the one that doesn't act his age. All the other ones have got an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Log will continue to be part of the podcast. And also... We will be having another live show. <laughs> Regular features live number three. And it will be at some point in June. We don't have an exact date nailed down, but think kind of mid to the end of June. It will be happening and it will be in London. But anyway, we will do it and it'll be a live one. If you don't listen to podcasts very often, then just keep an eye out on our website. And which is regular. You know, you know, what the website is for fuck's sake. Regular feature. And Twitter. Come to our. We love you. Love you. Hey, shall we invite Roger Helmer's mailing list? Yes. <laughs> I don't see how that could go wrong. Brilliant. <laughs> Sold. Hey. See you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.